Hello, friends. Welcome again to another episode of the Potluck Podcast. I am Jared Cornut, and what seems like the first time in forever, I'm joined by both of my co-hosts, Jay, uh, Jay Allen Murray and Matt Hensley. Guys, how are y'all doing? I'm tired. Uh, it has been a very long day for me, um, and it's going to be one of our topics that we discuss later why my day was so long, so I'll keep that to myself. But I, I almost expected you to start singing there for the first time in forever. I'm kind of disappointed that you didn't. I, I thought about it, honestly, because I know that song. I know every word to it. For the first time in forever. That's all I remember. Well, that's pretty good, man. I'm actually <laughs> impressed. I'm not Steve Gaines, but I am doing well. And uh, so it's good to see all of you guys. And uh, I think you were in Atlanta. Hot Atlanta uh, with the North American Mission Board for the Timothy and Barnabas Institute. Uh, we need to get uh, Brother Johnny Hunt on here to talk to us about that. Maybe Jonathan Aiken as well and kind of what that's about for young pastors. But I had a great time. Uh, got upgraded to a Dodge Challenger in my car rental, so you can always uh, love that. And I had a great time. We heard from uh, Kevin Smith and Johnny Hunt and Jimmy Scroggins and a plethora of other guys. Nathan Lino talked about kind of the revival that's happening in his church through prayer. I mean, it was just a, a great time. And then uh, we meet with a couple of different mentors. Uh, my group meets with a guy named Dr. Rob Zim, who, uh, if you've been around the convention, you know who he is, uh, pastor of longtime Emmanuel Baptist Church in Highland, California. Um, he spoke, he delivered the convention sermon and things like that. Had a blast, but we're not going to talk about that this episode. We got other things going on. And Alan, let's start with what's kept you so busy today. Uh, Matt and I talked recently about new executive directors out in Texas and New Mexico. And North Carolina has gone through a transition with Milton Hollyfield retiring. And you were pretty involved in the process of uh, what's just taking place. So why don't you share with us what's going on? Yeah, so there's an article about this in the Biblical Recorder. Maybe we can put those in the show notes. Uh, today, the Board of Directors of the Baptist State Convention of North Carolina uh, got together and had a Q&A with our EDT candidate, Todd Unzinger, uh, and a Q&A with the search team that uh, called and presented a um, call to service EDT, uh, Executive Director Treasurer, if you don't know what that means here in the state of North Carolina. And so I, I spent uh, the day in Camp Caraway, uh, which is one of the three camps that we own as the Baptist State Convention of North Carolina. It's like a mini Ridgecrest. If you've never been to Caraway, but you've been to Ridgecrest, imagine like a smaller Ridgecrest with smaller mountains uh, in the central part of the uh, state in the Uaris. And so we had a long uh, Q&A uh, with Todd and took a vote, and the board voted to bring a motion uh, before the... Uh, entire convention will have a special called meeting. We also voted on that. And so on the 22nd of May, uh, one day after the end of the world, uh, we will be meeting at Calvary Baptist Church in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, with the sole objective on voting for our next uh, EDT. Uh, although the process does allow, uh, much like uh, many of the SBC offices, uh, if you wanted to nominate somebody else uh, on the floor, there will be opportunity for that as well. Um, I do not expect that, but with the SBC and, of course, state convention as well, you can always expect the unexpected. So that's where we are as a state convention. We still have a lot to pray about. Um, there'll be some more uh, Q&A type stuff with our new EDT candidate, is my understanding, in different parts of the state. And so uh, I suspect if you're following Baptist Press and following the Biblical Reporter, You'll hear much about this in the days to come. Yeah, Todd is a great dude. We got to work with him a little bit uh, here in New Mexico. 
uh, with some of the nominations and so forth. And, and those that don't know Todd may know his wife, also known as Mama Pop, and uh, is a little bit of a YouTube star on some of that kind of stuff. But he has served on staff at the Summit Church since 2012, and uh, where he worked really closely with uh, J.D. Greer. And uh, what are your thoughts, Jared? You know, I, I don't know Todd super well. Uh, interacted a few times with him. I was in North Carolina for three years. Uh, you know, Milton Holly Field, those are big shoes to fill. I mean, Alan probably could go on and on forever about uh, Milton's legacy. He's been in North Carolina his whole life. Uh, but I, I had the pleasure of getting to know Milton uh, while I was in North Carolina. And uh, he's just kind of, you know, when you talk about executive directors in the Summer's Convention, Milton's kind of like the guy, you know, that everybody looks up to. And so Todd's young face coming from Summit Church uh, where he worked with uh, for, or worked at, he did work for a while with uh, JD. And uh, I'm sure there's some people who have some opinions regarding that. Uh, but I think for everything I know about Todd, and what I know about people uh, on the search process and knowing Alan today, it sounds like North Carolina got a, a wonderful, wonderful candidate and uh, going to be a great executive director. Uh, Jared, I, I believe you would find a large fault with him and that he is a Georgia Bulldog fan. <laughs> we all can't be winners. You know, here's the thing. All right, Georgia fans, if you're listening to this, Georgia fans will bark in your face. Grown men will come and bark in your face. And here's the thing. They haven't won a national championship in 40 years. So they have the attitude of Alabama, but the trophy case of Vanderbilt. That's my issue with Georgia. I'll leave it at that. Wow. He he came in hot on that one. Yeah, Georgia fans just act like, you know, they're they're a blue blood and they're not. They're, they're, you know, they had Herschel Walker and he got him a national championship and they haven't done anything since. Just saying. Sorry to my Georgia friends. I love you. But y'all act like you're more than you are. Okay. Uh, Danny Aiken will probably never join us again. That's what I'm hearing here. <laughs> <laughs> well, the summit is the top mission sending church in the SBC and leads North Carolina Baptist churches in total cooperative program uh, support also ranks among the leading churches in North Carolina in total baptisms. And according to state convention records for 2020, the summit reported $673,100 in total cooperative program giving in 392 baptisms. So a little over double what we have in regular attendance. So that's really awesome. So congratulations, North Carolina. We will be praying for, for you guys. Jay Allen, how long were you there? I actually got there yesterday evening because I knew it was going to be a long meeting and three hours there, a whole day of a meeting, and then three-hour drive back um, was a, a bit much the last time. We started at 10 a.m. and we finished at 4 a.m., um kind of hastily because i had another event in the room um all the business was done but it was like all right y'all we, we gotta finish this up y'all y'all talk outside kind of deal um so it was there was a lunch break in between but we had to shorten lunch it was it was a very long uh, and thorough meeting i'll put it that way well by the mean by the moon there it is uh big news out of north carolina and big news out of nashville this week there's been rumors brewing and with southern batters is always Rumors. I don't know if they're always brewing. That may have a poor choice of words to use about Southern Baptist. Uh, but uh, the annual meeting is moving, not out of Nashville, but out of the Gaylord and moving to the Music City Center downtown Nashville, right by the Preds Arena and First Baptist Nashville, kind of sandwiched right down there. So there will be hotels canceled and rebooked, Airbnbs canceled and rebooked. People who were perhaps planning to rent a car like I am are no longer, I'm not going to rent a car anymore. Uh, cause there's going to be no need for me to do that. Um, 
So a lot of change we made, but you know, you don't have to change flights or anything like that. I think that's a big thing. That's a little bit more of a hassle trying to move flights around and things like that. It's staying in Nashville uh, in a space that is around twice the size of um, the Gaylord and higher ceilings. I don't know if, what the benefit of that is, but that was emphasized that the it has COVID higher goes COVID goes up, I think. <laughs> like heat rises, COVID goes yeah. up. Um, so, you know, guys, obviously social media has had a uh, plethora of opinions about this, but what I'm interested in is what do you guys think? Well, I'm not sure about higher ceilings. I know growing up in a Pentecostal church, it was always thought the higher the hair, the closer to God. So maybe the higher the ceilings, the closer to God. I don't know. Um, you know, at first I was, I was very frustrated about the situation. I'll be perfectly honest because I had booked through the SPC website uh, for hotel, which I, I did uh, going to Birmingham as well. Um, we uh, hope and are planning on going and going to have a couple of days after the convention to spend in Nashville, had booked a hotel downtown for that, looked at booking a hotel for that, and it was going to be outrageous uh, at that same hotel, uh, but ended up finding another one that's going to save me a total of $11, and it is two-tenths of a mile away, uh, so now I don't have to worry about Uber and Lyft or all that stuff, so it's going to save me some money. I'm, I was very grumpy about it at first. Uh, I am much less grumpy now. Um, it'll be neat being close to downtown Nashville. There's a lot of things I want to do. Um, the neatest thing that I found out is that the last time it was in Nashville, Ricky Skaggs opened the convention by blowing a shofar. Uh, if that happens again, um, I, I, I might have a Pentecostal fit. I don't know. I, I told uh, Jonathan Howe on social media that I just want to buy Ricky Skaggs a hand biscuit for doing that um that that would be the pinnacle of my life like i could just uh, i could sing a bluegrass gospel song with him and it'd be morning time and i could fly to heaven it would be amazing yeah and for me i'm you know i was somewhat ambivalent because as as long as it was going to be there is going to be great i really didn't uh book my flight at that point because we're waiting for a few things here uh to nail down some conversations with the deacons and nail down preachers and that sort of deal because i'm going to need to miss uh the sunday uh, that it kicks off with the pastor's conference, and then also the following Sunday when I'm preaching at Bart's church in Farmersville in my dad's hometown for Father's Day. And so missing two Sundays in a row, I wanted to make sure we were all on the same page. So I wasn't too worried. I knew there were rumors about it maybe landing in Fort Worth. I was obviously really going to be thrilled about that because we could just drive. It was no big deal. Uh, but in this case, we still had a place to stay already with some friends. And uh, so where it was going to be was kind of ambivalent to me, but I will say you talked about getting upgraded to the uh, Challenger or Charger or whatever it was. Uh, while we were booking my flight, the op option to add the car and so forth popped up and my secretary is awesome. She's like, you don't want to get in a compact car. You're too tall, blah, 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 blah. And then we saw all the way on the right, there was this option for convertible and it was like another 110 bucks. And I was like, let's do that. She's like, give me 110 bucks and I'll do it. <laughs> and so, so I'm going to have a convertible and of course it'll probably rain for seven days because we're going to stay through Saturday, I believe, and uh, do some of the Nashville stuff. Get some. Do you work? That. Do you work at, at your church? Occasionally, but this is going to be vacation for me. Okay. I'll give you, okay. That's fine. Baptist vacation. So, so I'm pumped about it. I'm glad we were still able to pull it off. Kudos to, to them. They did a, Great job in a difficult situation, I believe. 
Yeah, uh, well, I'm excited about it. I'm now I'm staying across the street, uh, and so uh, not as nice as staying in the convention hotel where you can stay in air conditioning the whole time. Uh, but I guess I can suffer uh, walking across the street. I've been to the Music City Center uh, for a couple conferences already. It's a it's it's a very nice facility. Uh, it's three stories. It's kind of you can kind of get jam packed in there. So I'm gonna be interested to see how they do the exhibit hall. Uh, I saw there will be an exhibit hall. I don't know how many people are coming this year as opposed to the previous year. So hopefully there'll still be good swag. But uh, they got escalators that go up to the. You really can't walk. You could walk upstairs, but it's it's very high up. And so I, I would say be prepared uh, for that. I don't know. I'm imagining by June, probably a lot of the COVID restrictions in Nashville are going to be uh, relaxed, but I'm just thinking about like trying to socially distance on escalators. That's going to take some time. I'm not sure where they'll, I would imagine the third floor is where they'll have the exhibit hall, but I could be wrong, but it's kind of going to be kind of like Birmingham where it's not laid out great as opposed to some previous years. Like Baltimore's was laid out very well. I think Dallas's was laid out very well. This will still kind of be kind of separated in some areas I'm imagining on how they'll do this. But excited, now, you know, we got tons of places to uh, go meet up with people. I've been joking that we go to Tootsie's Honky Tonk for uh, after after uh, convention uh, like get-together, but we're Baptists, so we're not going to do that. Uh, but, uh, you know, Broadway, downtown Nashville, I would say you walk to the Lifeway building, but, uh, well, <laughs> RIP. <laughs> I, I guess you can walk to the new one, right? Do they still own that? I don't know. Uh, I don't know, but uh, one, one thing to note is uh, that the 2021 SEND conference, which is – essentially kind of replacing what would normally be the pastor's conference this year is still going to happen. And it is also going to move to the Music City Center. And uh, that is going to be held uh, really between the International Mission Board and the North American Mission Board as a collaborative effort there. And, uh, and so excited, obviously, that that's still going to happen. So maybe we wouldn't have to put off a, another pastor's conference for yet another year. Uh, but uh, so thrilled about that opportunity. And uh, so that's going to kick off uh, Sunday night, I believe, at six o'clock. And I think it lasts until nine o'clock and then uh, most of the day on Monday. So that's going to be a great conference. And uh, and obviously I'm biased, but would love for you to show up and uh, vote for the red bearded one. Uh, rumor has it we'll have uh, Whataburger patty melt coupons for all yeah. those who vote for Matt Hensley. So uh, that's, and, that's and, the story. The potluck backs map is going to be the uh, the pins we pass out. Well, hey, that kind of segues to our next topic, which is our summer culture for the night. Uh, tonight, my family and I, my birthday was this past week, so I was out of town, so we decided we're going to go out to eat tonight. We went to Babe's Chicken here in Texas. Now, if you're not familiar, the Babe's Chicken in Texas is good. Fried chicken, smoked chicken, chicken fingers, they got it all. And it's family-style restaurants. So they bring you out biscuits, mashed potatoes, green beans, corn, uh, you know, and a Lazy Susan. You passed around, it's unlimited. And it's one of those family style places. Uh, Do you guys grow up eating at restaurants that were family style? I thought these are pretty popular in the South and maybe sharing what that restaurant is, maybe experience about that. Matt, why don't you take off? So mine would be babes because we're from there and that was our go-to birthday restaurant uh, growing up. And what I loved about it, I don't know if you got to do this and I don't know what they're doing with COVID or whatever, but when you were having a birthday and they found out, they would bring you out one of their biscuits with a uh, candle in it lit. And while they're singing, they give you water cups. Uh, like, how, how do I describe them? The little cone looking cups, like the little paper cups or whatever. And you like would you have, would have like a ball game. 
Yeah, and you would have to put them in your mouth like a beak of a chicken and wear a chicken hat uh, while you're doing the little arm movements or whatever, like a chicken. And it was the most embarrassing thing I've ever done, which is why I never went on my birthday. I only took other people for their birthday because it was fun to watch them be embarrassed. Uh, but yes, it's phenomenal. And I asked you to ask them how much butter do they put in their mashed potatoes? And I don't believe you asked them for a reason. You don't need to know. It's I a don't want to know. It, it is a lot, but it is some of the best food. They just keep bringing it out. Uh, corn, green beans, I think it, and each one. So you, you might not know this yet, but each of those different locations has one specialty and all of them kind of have all the normal stuff. So the mashed potatoes, corn or whatever, all of the normal kind of chicken tenders, chicken fried steak, fried chicken, that kind of deal. But then each one will have like a staple that just they do. So it might be, uh, you know, I think at one of them, it was actually catfish. Um, you know, so a few different. Yeah, some different. yeah, so that might be that one. And then some of their sides would be a little bit different, but it's always great. And uh, we we love going there. All of the chairs are different. I don't know if you noticed that. Uh, the interior of that place is a hodgepodge of God only knows what's going on. But uh, but yeah, all different chairs, all different tables. And uh, and it just feels like you're at a living room or, or a dining room at your home and just eating yep. with your family or whoever's there. So I really enjoyed it. And, and uh, they just so opened a new restaurant right beside it called Sweetie Pies Ribeyes. Yep. So we're looking forward to trying that soon. So Alan, what about you, man? Yeah, so family-style restaurants, uh, of course, are all throughout the South. We have, uh, they're all across North Carolina, but there are two that come to mind with me, uh, probably the most famous of which in North Carolina that I know of is the Daniel Boone Inn, which is in Boone, North Carolina. Um, really well known for both a breakfast, lunch, dinner kind of deal all day, not just a dinner ordeal. We usually have been at supper time. Uh, Daniel Boone Inn is also really well known for their ham. Uh, I've keep bringing it back to country ham but you can't hurt ham and the daniel boone inn ham is sold all across north carolina and if you go to daniel boone inn whether it's at breakfast or at supper they bring you ham biscuits and there's unlimited refills on everything but the ham biscuits but they're very generous with them uh, they come out and bring you a salad and then they bring you your ham biscuits and fried chicken uh steak and gravy all the different vegetables and then desserts the other uh, that's in eastern North Carolina in this little community called Back Swamp, North Carolina in Onslow County, uh, not too far from Jacksonville, uh, but it is really in the middle of nowhere. It's a place called Mike's Farm. Uh, and Mike's Farm, both these places I mentioned have been in uh, Our State Magazine. If you're not familiar with Our State, uh, it's a magazine about the state of North Carolina. It's an amazing uh, publication. But anyhow, uh, Mike's Farm is they, they grow Christmas trees there and so people come get Christmas trees they grow pumpkins and they do hay rides that are haunted and uh, Christmas ones and but the the thing that people love about Mike's Farm uh, is they have this mac and cheese there that the main ingredient is cholesterol <laughs> um, and it, it is honestly just the most amazing mac and cheese that you will ever eat in your life um, I, I, when I say the main ingredient is cholesterol, like I, I think there's more cholesterol than pasta, uh, but their fried chicken, everything about it is amazing, but it's one of those places where they, they don't take reservations. Uh, and if you're going to go, you just might as well plan on having a three or four hour wait to get your table, but that's okay. Cause you can go on a hayride and, uh, pick out a Christmas tree and all that 
that stuff as well. But it's it's about the community and the camaraderie. I think that's part of the appeal of a family style restaurant. It's not just so that you can be a glutton with good food, uh, but so that you can spend time uh, talking to one another, you know, passing the plates, those kinds of things. Uh, biblical kind of meal. I've been to the Daniel Boone Inn. Uh, we are planning a vacation um, uh, to probably Asheville this year. And Candace said, can we go to Boone instead so we can go to the Daniel Boone Inn? Because I don't see those biscuits. I was like, we're not going to plan a vacation or in a restaurant. But if we were, the Daniel Boone Inn is, is phenomenal. Uh, we've eaten there, and uh, I definitely get the hype of it. Very, very good. Uh, great restaurant. Guys, anything else on uh, this uh, edition of the Potluck? That's all I got. Well, friends, thanks for joining us once hey, again. Wait, 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 wait. Before Whoa. you do that. Before you do that. Okay, okay. <laughs> There you go. Now you can close us. <laughs> Thank you, friends, for going to the potluck. We hope you had your fill and your full uh, learning about what's going on in North Carolina and obviously the annual meeting. We'll have more about that in the time to come. Join us at the potluck where it's always family style and our mashed potatoes are filled with a lot of butter. Join us next time. Same about this time. Same about this tower. Stay back with us, my friends.